0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Scarl Nation podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. I'm your host, Chris Akonis. We're sitting down with another commit today, and for the first time in our short history of doing this, we've got a basketball commit. 2024 power forward Bryce Dorch is joining us here on the podcast today. Talk a little bit about his background, how he got interested in Rutgers, and what the recruitment process was like. So a lot of fun stuff to get to. Bryce, thanks so much for coming on. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Just to start things off, you know, you're the most recent Rutgers commit in the class of 2024, committing back in June. What ultimately went into your decision to commit to Rutgers? What was the thought process like?
1: Definitely in the back of my head, more to stay close to home and being close to Massachusetts was definitely a big thing because I have a lot of family here, but also playing style and just relationships that I had with the coaching staff and that my family had but the coaching staff as well. Yeah, that's about it, really. Those three things.
0: And you had mentioned before that, you know, Rutgers was involved pretty early on in your recruitment. If I remember correctly, you said your freshman, sophomore year. Yeah. Um, Could you talk a little bit more about what those initial conversations were like and, you know, what stood out to you about Rutgers from them? So I
1: initially got offered my sophomore year. I took an unofficial visit on campus with three of my other teammates and two of my coaches, and they offered all four of us. And they talked to us individually about how, like, they would they like us, how they like our game, how they're just going to keep on recruiting us. So, like, as the years went on, I'd always see assistant coach TJ at my games on the circuit, Adidas circuit. Um, I'd see coach Pike and TJ at some of my open gyms for high school. So they just kept reaching out always kept on seeing them so that definitely played a big part.
0: I find it interesting when you talk about T.J. Thompson because as an assistant coach he's been involved in so much of the recruiting for Rutgers over the last couple of years. What stands out to you about Coach Thompson?
1: He's just a cool guy like it's just fun to talk to he always reaches out always cares um I know I feel secure whatever I tell him so and he's great with my parents he has a good relation with my parents so And he's a local guy, but he's from New Hampshire. He had an AU program out here. So I would see him around.
0: The fact that TJ Thompson had those relationships across New England basketball, uh, was that a plus in your mind while building those relationships?
1: Not really in my mind. I know it was a plus because he has a lot of relationships with people I have out here. So they always talk big about him. But he made his own case by like introducing himself to me and just knowing off the scratch because I didn't really know him when he was out here. I was kind of young, so.
0: You had, of course, no shortage of offers. You ultimately narrowed it down to a final three of Rutgers, Virginia Tech, and Temple. As you were getting ready to make that final decision uh, and you were comparing those three schools, like what were the most important factors that stood out in your mind? Playing style
1: definitely was one, like how I would fit in with the program, definitely understanding that. Um, Like I said, just relationships with, my parents and the coaching staff um, where the school is located. I think New Jersey was, it's close to home. I have family in New Jersey. So um, that definitely played a big part of it. That's really about it.
0: You talk about the playing style and I want to sort of get into that a little bit more. What about Rutgers's playing style specifically stood out to you?
1: How they play fast and how hard they play Um, in the big 10 you can't really succeed without playing hard, and Rutgers is succeeding, so they definitely play hard, and they kind of let their wings and players play like freely, so they don't really hold them within a the box. They use their strengths to help the program, right?
0: Another point you had made uh, the last time we spoke was the fact that Rutgers has a plan for you, and that was one of the big pluses that you had pointed out. Rutgers has a plan for you. They see you, in a lot of ways, filling a similar role that Caleb McConnell, uh, someone who's obviously a veteran with the program for 5 years uh, was able to fill um what why do you think that role specifically is a good fit for you
1: mainly defense he was he was used heavily on defense he was go out and guard the best player um he, i heard he was a very hard worker just a hard player and they said they see my length being used defensively to help them and offensively being able to facilitate using my height and my handle so I think that's why they compared me and him alike.
0: I wanted to go back to this a little bit more because I think it's, it's another interesting subplot. You know, you talk about local connections and you know, that sort of new England connection. Um, Gavin Griffiths uh, is coming in with the current freshman class a year ahead of you. Um, One of the program greats of the Steve Peichel era in geo Baker is also from New Hampshire as well. So there's clearly, you know, there are several new England connections. And of course, Talk about TJ Thompson and Coach Peichel having played at UConn. How big is that connection in your mind? And, you know, just sort of, how do you see that as someone coming from that area?
1: It's definitely big. Um, I think it only helps me having a guy like Gio, just knowing that he's in my corner not only being from the same area, but also him building his own legacy at Rutgers so someone I can reach out to. And Gavin, he'll be a year above me, but an older guy like I can reach out to knowing he's from the same area so it definitely helps just knowing that I have people from my area and that family.
0: Looking at this recruiting class uh, right now ranked number two in the 24-7 sports uh, team rankings in terms of the team classes um, and, and a class that you know has a potential to be the best not just in school history but in the nation when you look at those expectations and you look at where the class is ranked you know how do you view that challenge I'm open to it all
1: um I think we are gonna have the best class so it's gonna be exciting and all the challenges will be met and we just we're excited I know we're
0: excited Uh, I want to sort of talk a little bit more about your growth and your development. Uh, You've played on the AAU circuit now for the last few years, um, and you've also had success playing at Brimmer and May school. So uh, could you talk a little bit about how you feel your game has grown and developed uh, throughout the last couple of years? I think I've grown um, definitely ball handling,
1: um, being able to put the ball on the floor, and handle it, and sometimes play the one for my high school team was definitely a um, skill that I learned throughout the years. And I'd say my ability to shoot now, um, I feel more confident shooting, being able to hit open shots, being able to spread the floor out. And just my motor, honestly, that was a skill that I had to develop. Took probably the longest, just having to get used to playing hard as much as I can. But I think that is my greatest skill.
0: And that ties into what you were saying earlier about Rutgers having to be a program that plays very up-tempo, very high motor to sort of compete in a conference like the big 10. I'm sure having worked on that skill yourself, was that something that really, really locked in uh, for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, So my team,
1: the mass rivals, um, that's really how you play. That's how we play. You just got to play hard. If you don't play hard, you don't get on the floor. So they kind of our coaches kinda implant that into our brains, so just to play hard every time we're out there.
0: another uh point that you had made to me before was uh that the fact you said uh, New England in your mind has a lot of unseen talent that Rutgers has been able to bring into the fold, and that goes back to what we were saying earlier um about you know players like Gavin Griffiths, like Geo Baker that have come from New England. Why do you think Rutgers has been able to find that success in the New England area?
1: Probably relationships I think um you know the basketball world's huge, as I realize, and everyone knows everyone some way. So I think Rutgers just got the head start on that, and it's been going well for them.
0: And I, I take it you're looking forward to getting back down to Rutgers and you know getting more familiar with you know the campus and the program and everything else too.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely wanna.
0: I haven't been to a basketball game. I've
1: been to a football game, but the energy there was crazy. So I definitely want to go to a basketball game down, committed, and see what it's like. But from what I'm hearing, I'm really excited.
0: That was going to be my next thing, which is that I'm sure Rutgers Nation has told you all about, you know, how the atmosphere gets from the coaches to you know, fans on social media. <laughs> There's no way you get to this point. You don't know about what your- yeah. your- life is <laughs> yeah. like, even if you haven't experienced it firsthand.
1: Yeah, nah, I, from Instagram, the Twitter. I've gotten so much love. It's crazy. It feels like I've been to a game. I haven't even been to one. Just hearing how it's <laughs> like, I know it's just high energy. So I'm really excited.
0: Well, Bryce, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time to join us here on the Scarlet Nation podcast. Uh, Best of luck to you this offseason and hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That does it for us here on the Scarlet Nation podcast. I'm Chris Akonis. Remember, you can always get the latest Rutgers football and basketball news and interact with us on the message boards over at scarletnation.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.